This message comes from NPR sponsor, Progressive, and it's Name Your Price Tool. Say how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show coverage options within your budget. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. How can we know the true human cost of the war? It's now six months old, about. Matilda Bogner heads the United Nations Human Rights Monitoring Mission in Ukraine. She joins us from Kiev. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Uh, I should note that United Nations figures show 5,000 civilian deaths in the war, about 7,000 wounded. Uh, That's a terrible toll, and yet I'm surprised the numbers would be that low. How accurate are they, do you think? Well, yeah, we we have recorded more than 5,500 killed, and as you said, over uh, it's 7,800 injured. Um, these are the figures that we have individually documented, so we, we look into each case, we verify it, uh, and clearly there are more people who are injured and who are killed than, than the cases that we can verify. Uh, so, so the toll is higher than that, uh, but it has been a, an extreme escalation since February this year, uh, with, uh, with thousands killed and, and, um, so, so the numbers uh, are lower than the actual figures, mm-hmm. uh, but they show a huge uh, level of suffering in the country. I'm also recalling that in the early phase of the war, something like 10 million Ukrainians were on the move out of their homes. Now, many of them have returned, of course, but is it your understanding there are still millions of refugees, both internal and external? Yes. Uh, the latest figures that we're aware of, it's around 6 million have left the country as refugees. Uh, and, and more than 6 million within the country who are IDPs, who have uh, had to leave their homes and find other places to live. Unfortunately, more people are still leaving. There are still new refugee and I- IDP flows as the hostilities in the East um, continue to, to affect civilians' lives. So we're well over a quarter of a large nation on the move out of their homes uh, and those numbers continue to go up, even if some people have been able to return to places like Kiev. Now, the numbers tell us one thing, um, but stories tell us another. What is, what is the daily cost that you see in people's lives, people that you've met or that you see on the street in Kiev? You know, we, we meet people every day, and we meet, uh, we meet people who are in fairly vulnerable situations who would have been even before this escalation of, of the conflict in Ukraine. Uh, we meet elderly people who've been forced to leave their houses and, and then try to seek accommodation elsewhere. Then they can't afford to pay for that. They have to return to their houses, which are still in, in dangerous areas. Uh, we meet people with disabilities, people who can't afford uh, the, the medicines that they need in, in order to live a dignified life. We also meet families who've, who've had family members killed and who have witnessed really horrific violence. Uh, imagine being an older woman and having to see your son shot in, in front of you. We, we meet with people like this on, on a daily basis that really describes the type of um, horrors that people are having to live through. How much access, if any, are the Russians giving your monitoring mission in the areas that they control? Uh, we, do, we have not had access to areas that are under, uh, newly under Russian occupation. 
we have some access in, in the east of the country, in Donetsk and Lugansk, uh, which are controlled by Russian-affiliated armed groups. Uh, but we have had no access, no confidential access to detainees uh, in areas that are controlled by, by the Russian Federation. Uh, we've also not had access to displaced persons uh, who have moved into the Russian Federation or who are uh, in areas that are occupied by the Russian Federation. In a sentence or two, are you having anything that could be described as good faith negotiations leading to your access to those people? Uh, we, we have an ongoing dialogue um, and we are in discussions regarding access, but so far that's not been successful, but we will continue to try. Matilda Bogner heads the United Nations Human Rights Monitoring Mission in Ukraine. Thanks so much. Thank you. This message comes from NPR sponsor Viore. Jump into a new perspective on performance apparel. Viore makes products that stand the test of time and hope to inspire others to live vibrant, healthy lives, empowering your best life in clothing that can be worn for just about any activity from running to yoga. Visit viore.com slash NPR to receive 20% off your first purchase and enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75. Discover the versatility of Viore clothing. Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Online. Is your child asking questions on their homework you don't feel equipped to answer? IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. One subscription gets you everything. One site for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And NPR listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com NPR. This is my voice. I can tell you a lot about me. And I'm not changing it for anyone. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of NPR episodes centered on Black experiences. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get your podcasts. 